Welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast with your host Mikey and the two Chris's. Tim never answered our text, so I'm guessing he's still asleep. <laughs> um, he does work third shifts though, so I can't really complain, I guess, too much. But, so, yeah, moving on. On our last podcast, Chris with a K talked about the movie he watched, uh, Clown Nato, and he got we got some feedback on it from one of the actors. Yes, we did. His name is John O'Hara, who played the main bad guy in the movie, right? So we were sitting, we had, me and Chris worked together, and we were sitting in a meeting, and I was like, yeah, we got a like from some guy. And then we looked, and there was a, a te- uh, you know. IMDb. Was, yeah, we got our feedback, and he's, it had an IMDb uh, link, and he says, click on the link, and I was like, holy crap, it's the actor from the movie, the bad guy. So he reported, he's uh, John O'Hara, it's at DIY News now, is his uh, Twitter feed. He said, you all should focus more, which is true because we are completely all over the place in our podcast. But he said, you should all focus more. Get a little more Joe Rogan-like. You have some very smart people here. Dial it in. Anyway, thanks for taking the time to review a movie I was in. And then I went back and listened to our podcast, and I like shit on the movie. And now I feel bad because I talked about how horrible the movie was and how horrible the acting was. But I should do report. Not everybody's uh, acting in the movie was horrible. But um, I did say I liked it. And I did, I I would watch it again, definitely. Because I love horrible, I love bad movies, let's put it that way. But um, that's the first real feedback we've gotten from somebody. And I think it's important to say, you know, for a lot of people who, you know, all the 20 people that listen to us is... um, Maybe you're better off watching the, the, the smaller production movies. You get more feedback than those. I mean, we could talk about Avengers and Star Wars all day long, but we're never going to get feedback from Robert Downey Jr. or Mark Hamill. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're, we're nothing compared to the, pod, to, to the podcast, radio shows, and TV shows. Right. You know, we're just four guys most of the time that uh, just want to get together and talk about stuff we love or don't like. And... and uh, but we are going to take his advice. We are going to try and focus more, do a better podcast, make it a little cleaner. And uh, but uh, I thought that was fun. I thought that was kind of neat. We yeah. had some po- we, and it's positive feedback. I mean, know? we'll take any feedback as long as it's, you know. uh, he listened to. He obviously listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that's encouraging that we got some feedback from just a little little production movie called Clownado. Like you say, say like you say a lot. You never know who's listening. Yeah. And honestly, I really like watching. I don't say bad. I like watching the low low budget movies, cr- the crappy movies, because they're fun to watch. You you know going in, they're not going to be some blockbuster movie, right. um, like the uh, Sedaris films. Yes. I really like watching those. And honestly, looking at some of our analytics, we get some of our best uh, viewage and listenage off of those movies. So you mean there's more than the 10 followers on YouTube that listen to our podcast? Yeah, our... our Can you believe that? More than 10! I know. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't looked at the analytics on, like, the numbers that well on the RSS feed, on the, you know, Spotify and all that stuff. Right. But I know it. Our numbers are always going up. Like, every podcast, we're, we have more views than the last one, or Which, more listens. I mean, we wanted to take baby steps anyway. You know, yeah. we don't be a block. We don't expect to be, you know, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, or Barstool. Or I mean, Barstool started out small too. So yeah, 
Um, so that was encouraging. We got some great feedback from, uh, you know, from DIY News. Um, his name was, what was it, Dan? What is his name? I don't remember his name. I, I'm horrible with names, though. You're horrible with names? Yeah. Took me a, took me almost a week to remember everybody in the office's name. This is where we don't, um, this is where we need to focus more. This is exactly what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to have, like, we need to start, like, having notes in front I of us. I can't think so. Stuff, yes, his name is John O'Hara. He played Big Ronnie, who was the evil clown. Okay, he was the evil clown. Was he was the evil that. clown, yeah. He was the bad guy. He was the evil clown. He's the one that kills his wife's boyfriend and turns into an evil clown and gets sucked up into the clown NATO and goes around and just kills people. Where did you watch this movie? I watched it at, at Shelley's. I actually I should thank Josie, Josie her daughter. Josie's the one that did our uh, our new uh, banner. Uh huh. She was the one that suggested us to watch Clown NATO. Okay. So actually, I need to give Josie some props for making me watch this. This. She just needs to be a producer on the show. I, maybe <laughs> at we this point. Just keep her, you know, in the loop here because she's, you know, she's got some good ideas. It's probably all going to go to her head now. Yeah. But um, it's going to be Josie and the Josie and the, and the Hoosier, Josie and the Hoosier nerds. <laughs> but um, yeah, she she recommended the the, the movie because it was funny, like she said, and it is. And um, thank you, John O'Hara, for listening to our episode, and thank you very much for the advice because we were definitely do our best to make our podcast better. Thank you for the, I mean, that's great. We got outside. Thank you to everyone who, you know, I know a lot of, we don't get a lot of comments or stuff or anything on Twitter, but I do get, do, people do talk to me in person. And I don't know about you guys, but some people have said you guys are good, you know, we've got to focus more. Or, you know, do give us advice. We always, we always listen to it, one way or the other. Yes, we are going to take advice. We're going to go focus more. And do a better job. Like you said, dial it in. And we do, because like, like we, he did say, we, we are a bit all over the place. <laughs> yeah. We, like last week, we were all over the place. But, you know, some weeks we're dialed in and we know what we want to talk about. But like G.I. Joe taught us in the 1980s, knowing is half the battle. <laughs> so. And from that, let's... Me and, me and Mikey saw two movies over the weekend. I saw one. He saw another one. He went to go see... Uh, Quiet Place 2 and I went and saw Cruella. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> That's going to be fun for, to talk about. Um, do you want to take it take off? Don't Should, give anything away. I have not seen it yet. I, was gonna, I want no, to see No spoilers. Today. This is a no spoiler review. Okay, I'll attempt. Uh, everyone dies. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> close to, but uh, anyway. Uh, I thought it was, it's not as good as the first one, but it's still really good. I still really enjoyed it. It still had the same feel. It's still suspenseful. I mean, I was holding my breath at a lot of the moments just because it's like, oh, what's going to happen? And you're trying, you're I'm in my head, I'm yelling at some of the characters like, you should have stayed there. Like, why'd you do <laughs> Be quiet. Don't you know? It's like, and then uh, um, you get to see a lot of more of, the, I guess the monsters, they still don't have a name for them, which we could create a name if we want. I don't know. I don't even know. The, <laughs> the, the flower heads. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. I mean, I guess they do. They have like petal-like heads. I was trying to explain it to Kim what the monsters were like because she'd never seen Quiet Place and she was making fun of me because I, mean, couldn't, I couldn't describe it, but I guess that works. Yeah. Flower heads. 
So these flower, you get to see a lot more of the flower heads with blades on their arms and stuff, and they're <laughs> they're ripping people up and stuff. And you get to see, um, I guess in the trailer, you get to see like day one of when like these flower heads were kind of wreaking havoc and people were just everywhere and frantic. But so that was cool to see the background of that and see kind of like their origin. Um, and the kids did great acting too and it was good because that speaking of they kind of like had two different storylines within the same movie so it's like you're it kind of split it up and you're able to still follow it pretty well and Mm -hmm. you kind of root for one person to help the other one and that was really cool I did really enjoy it I, I do prefer anyone to go watch it whenever they have time and and the theater I I went in the Cruella I watched the fifteen last fifteen minutes of Cruella because uh, my movie ended before theirs and we kind of went at the same time uh-huh. and it looked like the both theaters were pretty well yeah, full. What, what was your attendance in the movie? How was I don't know what it was. They actually opened up all the all the seats. Yeah. Uh huh. Was it packed though? It had a good yeah a good amount. Of, good I mean, there's only three shows per night, so it's like. Yeah, yeah and that, it kind of framed it all within one night. But. Right. For Corella, I would say the top section was pretty much full. Um, and then the bottom section was probably about a fourth or a half full. Did you sit in the handicap section, Chris? Yes, I did sit in the handicap section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was easy to spot them when I walked in. <laughs> Even though it was kind of dark, but it was like, hey. I see those crutches. <laughs> yeah. I, as the first time I ever sat in the handicap section, and uh, I don't like it. I want to sit up in the... Higher. Higher section. So I got, I got a couple questions, Mikey, okay. for, for you. I wasn't asked how busy was it, but we already kind of answered yeah. that. Um, so did you see the first one in theaters? Yeah, I did. I definitely did. Um, so was this one kind of like that, where you could hear a pin drop? Yeah, just about. I mean, I, I thought I was making a lot of noise, because I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but, uh, Yeah. I remember when I went to see the first one, I had popcorn and a drink. I didn't, I didn't eat or drink it because it made yeah. too much noise. It's almost like paranormal activity where, like, when, <laughs> when, when those when those nighttime scenes happen and, yeah. Right. And then once it ends, everyone starts talking. But I, I think I, I didn't really pay attention much. Like, it seemed like it was everyone was really kind of um, involved in watching it and trying to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like everyone had a good time. I mean, well, no good. one was making distractions or anything, so. That's good. No one had their phones out like in mine. Yeah. There was a lot of kids <laughs> in my theater, so there, there were some phones out, and I, I was getting kind of mad at someone in front yeah. of me. It, so is it is Cruella worth the $30 that it cost on Disney premiere to watch it? I mean, I mean, I mean I'm not going to do it. I'm just asking. Are you, yes, if you're going to watch it with right. like three or four other people, but I'd still... If it's just you gonna watch it on Disney, I wouldn't. Right. Um, but you know, you got your family, you might as well. Um, do they explain the monsters anymore? Like, as, like as their, their origin? Any or origin where, about where them. they came from? I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A little bit. I mean, they show kind of like they show something. I'm, I'm trying not to like spoil they, it. They show. They show something. Yeah, okay. they show something, but they don't really say anything. They just okay. show it. And remember, then, like, you kind of just, okay, oh, okay. I remember in the last one, I went back and watched it because I saw some YouTube videos on it. And, like, you got to look at, like, the papers, the news clippings in the background. Yeah. It's like they show some, like, what's been happening and stuff. So explain the world a bit more. I don't like that. I want to see, like, 
I wanted to see like where they came from and stuff. Yeah. Well, they explained a little bit more. That's cool. Um, my last question. I remember a year ago when the trailer, or two years ago when the trailers first started coming out for this movie because it was pushed back because of COVID. Um, it looked like it was going to be. I was really worried it was going to turn more into The Walking Dead. You know how the monsters aren't really scary anymore, and it's more like the humans are scary. They kind of did bring that aspect into it. Just like for um, for one scene, I guess. But it was great how... Because it, it, the scene kind of involves um, Killian Murphy from... Um, oh, he was in Inception. He was in Dark Knight as Scarecrow. And uh, Peaky Blinders, Thomas Shelby. Yeah. So he played a big role in this film. And he trying to help uh, Emily Blunt's character and her family because, and he's like, you can't stay here and you shouldn't, you shouldn't like go looking for help because there's nothing out there. And he he brings up like these people, they're, they're, they've changed. Cillian Murphy? Yeah. That's the guy that was Scarecrow. And I guess... Yeah, so I I loved him in this. I, I like him as a character. I, I love I love Peaky Blinders. He did a fantastic job. And um, speaking of, of of the monsters, it kind of reveals like one of their weaknesses. I know mm-hmm. in the first That's one, mm-hmm. with wow. the um, the frequency like that um, with the hearing aid. Yeah, they kind of showed that in the first one. That kind of weakness, but there's another right. weakness that they reveal. It's like it's so obvious. Like I can't believe I didn't never noticed, and it was okay. it was so funny. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, but yeah, it's it's really good how um, they kind of they reveal like there's hope. Okay. There's hope for the future and for for the baby that they that she just had in the first one. I kind of forgot about yeah. the baby. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's kind of like. Uh, edge of your seat type stuff. Okay. Just like the first one was. So, it, yeah, I really loved it. I'd be watch it again. I, I really want to go with Kimberly to go see the movie, but I know she's not really into scary. She definitely has to watch the first one, though. You yeah. have to watch the yeah, first one. definitely. Um, this, I don't want to say the first one. I, I don't want to say the movie was scary, per se. It's it's just suspenseful. Yeah, there was a couple jump scares, but... Oh, uh, that's good. Uh, yeah. Jump scares are what get you all the time, mostly, yeah. anyways. Like, after it happens, you're like, oh, God, okay, it happened. <laughs> Whew. All right, that's it. <laughs> um, you have any more to say about it, or? Go watch it. Go watch it? Go did watch you buy it. any a drink or any popcorn? I did buy a drink, but I did, like always, sneak some candy in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, me and Kimberly got two large drinks and a large popcorn, so we... We helped the theater out a little bit there. They did seem like they had a good like special, the F nine, uh, yeah, the Fast and Furious nine did like you get a movie fast? deal. No, I didn't. I got I got what? a fast. Yeah, you get like two drinks, two regular drinks, uh, a popcorn, uh, and Maybe a uh, <laughs> what else do you get? With no rings on it. And, you know, I think you get, I thought you get something else for like twenty five oh, yeah. bucks or something. It seemed like it make it. I, yeah, I have to look up exactly what it is, but it seemed like a good can't, deal. Can't wait. Just like Fast Nine's gonna be an awesome movie. Did you see my? I sent that picture to you in our group there, Mikey, about Fast Nine and what it's gonna turn into. 
Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so, Corella, I'm going to... So, right now, before I'm even talk about the movie any, Corella is a Disney Joker movie. It's the origin movie what? of a villain. Are you kidding? No. It's... It, it, I, I had that's the reason I watched Joker this weekend with Kimberly was because it made Proved me think to of, her that they ripped off the Joker. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but it just it starts off in the beginning to, to her turning it into Cruella Deville. Um, I don't really know what I'm trying. I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard talking about a movie and not spoiling anything. Um, if you guys have questions, let me know at the same time. Does it suck? No, it's, it's really good. The soundtrack <laughs> the is amazing. Um, the movie is really good. I suggest it. If if you need a, if you if you're looking for a movie other than, if you don't want to watch Quiet Place Two for whatever reason, and you want to go see something fun, you know, take out on a date somewhere, watch Cruella. It's it's amazing. Um, I. 101 Dalmatians was one of my favorite Disney movies when I was younger. And it it really explains her origins. Um, it had a lot of twists I didn't see coming. I think we talked about that with you. Yeah, I already asked a bunch of questions. Yeah, I can't remember what you asked. So. Oh, like, uh, why does she hate Dalmatians? Or, oh. Yeah. It, it kind of explains that she doesn't hate them. Yeah. She just thinks they look really... She likes how they look. That's that's all, all it is, really. She likes how they look? Like, she likes the spots? Yeah, she likes the spots. Oh, uh, okay. Rabbits. I don't hate rabbits, but rabbit fur is really soft. And I can yeah. see why you would want, like, a rabbit fur, you know, coat. But, um... It's kind of like Joker. It does show, like, mental... It's not as hard to watch a Joker with mental illness and stuff. So it's Joker light. It's Joker light. <laughs> um, she has... So there's Estelle and Corella. And she has like multiple uh, personality disorder basically. And when her mom died, I'm putting that in quotation marks. Yeah, because they can't see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dies. She kind of kills off Cruella and becomes Estelle. But she gets this. She gets a job, and she kind of Corella starts coming out again, and basically she starts turning evil and you know doing stuff to get power and become famous. She wants. She basically wants to become a famous fashion designer. I think that's kind of shown in the uh, original movies, but that's her becoming a fashion, a famous fashion designer. There, speaking of, there were a lot of kids in that movie theater. Well, yeah, that movie was too dark for that many for those kids. Really, I don't think the kids would understand what was happening. Um, it was, it was, it had some adult themes in it. Um, but it was it was a fun movie. I would, I would definitely suggest watching it. It's not worth the thirty bucks on Amazon or not Amazon on uh, Disney Plus, right. unless you have like four or five people that are gonna sit there and watch it with you, or you know a family. You're gonna you you got a family that want wants to watch it, but right. go to the theaters. 
We need theater to survive. In fact, our theater here in Kokomo will be opened every day beginning June 24th. You can speak up a little bit. The Our theater here in Kokomo will be opening all week long starting June 24th. Okay. <laughs> About time. I want to go back About three to weeks the, too late, though, I think. Yeah. I want to go back to this multiple personality thing because... It confused me. I thought, I, like, I was talking to you about it after you watched it because I thought it was like a bipolar type thing, but mm-hmm. I guess it's not. I guess they're two separate things. Bipolar but, is your, you know, you're happy one minute, then like a second yeah. later you're mad or depressed or something. Yeah. Your your mood switches like that. That's how I understand bipolar. Um, multiple uh, uh, personality. personality disorder is more like. Hey, you got Mikey, you got Chris, and you got Tim living in your head, and they're all different personalities. Oh, so it's like the uh, split, yeah, like split, the guy from split, split. and then uh, yes, and then like, so does the Corella character or personality come out to like protect Estelle? I guess no, no. she comes out because there's a trigger. Basically, oh, okay. Um, She's a bitch. <laughs> something. I don't want to say she comes out to protect Estelle, but she comes out because she's she sees something, and it's time to get revenge. Let's um, put it that way. She's like, okay, now it's my time for revenge after you know all these years. Um, and then she just dominates after that. Um, the so, one so it's kind of like when you get married, and the woman you marry is this wonderful, sweet woman, and then you get married, and she turns into completely something completely different. Yes, same thing. Well, I've never been married, but yes, I'm okay. guessing. <laughs> to my knowledge, maybe. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to talk about in this movie, and I know we've talked about it before, and try not to talk about it too much. But some things we we complain about is the whole. I didn't. I felt like this movie did the whole like forcing. They didn't force you know PC stuff on you, as much as like you know some movies in the past did. They did change you know some characters from the original, to being you know. A race that they weren't in the original movies or a sexuality they might not have been. Right. The one thing I did not like about this movie. Was it kind of like, hey, if you work in the fashion industry as a man, you have to be gay. Because it was like every guy in that movie was gay. And it's like, you don't have to be gay to work in the fashion industry as a man. Come on now. Uh, you don't have to, but so you're I saying it's the like, majority. It's almost like a stereotype. Yeah. It's like a reverse stereotype. Yeah. And they, they were really putting it off like it was. I know they didn't really say all of them were, but they were very, some very overtly gay characters that just felt forced. Right. I understand what you're saying. But you know how you know how Disney and Netflix do. They didn't it didn't feel like it was forced, like everything else was forced on you on you. <laughs> um well, I'll never see this movie, so I'll just take your word for it. That was good. You all right. you'll might watch it eventually. I doubt it. Mm. <laughs> If Shelly wanted to watch it, would you watch it? If she wanted to watch it, but she, she ain't seen Star Wars. We still got like oh. five more movies, six, seven more movies to watch of that. So what did you start? Did you start watching Star Wars? Yeah, we watched the first two. Well, what? sorry, we watched four and five. So yeah, we watched the first two. 
Okay. So. Um, okay, I got a question for you guys. I know we're going to Star Wars all of a sudden, but I do want to know. If you got to show someone Star Wars, I know what you're going to say. If you're going to show someone Star Wars for the first time, how would you show them? I'd pop at the movie. What? I'd show them for a movie. I went. You said, how would you show them? I said, how, like, I'd show them what, what order? What order? <laughs> what order would you show them? <laughs> Sorry, I'd be specific. <laughs> I, I would show them the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I would show them, while I do think one, two, and three, like if, I got, if I'm going to watch it now in order, I'm going to watch one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to watch it in that order. But if I'm going to show someone who's never seen Star Wars before, I'm going to start with episode four. Go four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, okay, I get that. But I would show them one first. No. No, because it would confuse If you the, show people it one, would confuse they them. will never want to watch the rest of this show no. movies because it sucks no, so bad. No, it would confuse them. You, think of it. If you, if you never watched... If you watched, I wasn't if confused. You, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. Cause, <laughs> yeah. But if you're... If, I mean, if you're showing just an ordinary person that's never seen Star Wars, and you start at four, like, why the heck are we starting in the middle of the freaking story? And then they're like, oh, why do you go back to one? Because that's it's the like, rules. I, I, it's like the I rules of Fight Club. You I don't get talk that, about Fight Club. I figured it will confuse <laughs> no. the fuck out of them. No. No. The, the thing, you show them four, five, six first, because then Anakin turning into Darth Vader does not hit you as hard if you go one, two, three, four. I guarantee if you show them one, two, three first, they will one, not like, want to watch three because they're going to be bored to death with no. the first two. No. I think they'll be confused because of the uh, the graphic change or whatnot. Cause it, no. It's, I know it gets it gets a little bit you gotta poor. You got to go four, five, six, one, two, three. It gets seven, a little eight, poor. Eight. Yeah. But I I like the idea, like the the suspense of like Vader, like you know, like like what you said, like you don't get the the hard hitting like reveal that like Anakin is Vader. I get that. That that's fine with me. But I feel like they'll just be like, okay, why why start in the middle of the freaking story? It's the rules. It's we don't. I we like Hans Gruber says you don't alter the plan. The plan is four, five, six, one, two, three, seven. Rules eight, are meant to be broken. <laughs> Ask the government. <laughs> I showed her. Shelly had never seen them. I showed her four, five. We're gonna watch Jedi, and then we'll go to one, two, three. One, two, three. Rogue One Solo. Or it just became. So we're not watching Solo. Solo two is gonna happen. Solo deserves a sequel. No, it doesn't. Because Solo was better than it, everybody says it was. I might just be chaotic no. and show I've everyone tried, Rogue you know One what? first. I'm all for giving a movie a second chance and watching it to see if it was just me, you know. But I've done it to I've done it to Episode One and I've done it to, to Solo, and they're just bad movies. They're just bad. I I I think my opinion. You guys love whatever you want. I don't care about it, you know. I don't I just love don't Solo. Like Solo. I don't love Solo, I was, but I thought Solo was a lot better than people put it out I there to be. I was very disappointed in Solo. Because it sucked. <sighs> it's not Do we want to talk about our timeline theories it's, again? It's not, a, it's not part of the canon. It's just somebody went out and made their whole story about Han Solo. Well, we think this is how it happened. That is how it happened. That's it not does, how it happened. Because it's canon. 
It's not canon. Yes, it is. I would never include that. I would include Rogue One, obviously, because that movie's just freaking awesome. But I would never, like, well, and, and like, if we get to that, just be like, is there any Star Wars movies? I'm like, well, you can watch Solo if you want. I'm not going to watch it with <laughs> you. You can watch it on your own, because it's shitty. There is an animated movie, the Clone Wars movie. I'd rather watch the holiday special with Rift Tracks than watch Solo again. Unless I <laughs> watch Solo with Rift Tracks. I would watch Solo as long as it's Rift Tracked. Don't even, don't even get t- going about the holiday special. Like <laughs> Even the Rift Tracks version felt like I was... I, I could never get that time back. Speaking of those, did you see that there's a cartoon where uh, uh, Boba Fett helps... Han Solo and Chewbacca and, but he's got a he's got a he's got a uh, ulterior motive. He's got an ulterior motive. But is that the one him. that's in the holiday special? No, it's not in the holiday special, but it's from it's like the same animation. Oh, okay, it's the same. And I haven't I haven't. Seen oh, it's that kind yet. of cool. It's in the Star Wars short, short sections. In uh, I saw they the added Disney a lot app. of old shorts. Stuff. Yes, that's part of that. It's kind of neat. The original animated show that was on Cartoon Network. No. It's like the animation from the holidays. Bo- Bo- the no, Boba no, but Fett. they got they got the original Cartoon Network animated Star Wars oh. show on there. Um, all I know is this is animated like the an- the Boba Fett animation movie mini movie was during the holiday special. Okay. Same artist. Okay. This kind of cool, but no, I would not show. I will be not be showing her solo as part of the canon. You will let her watch solo on her own. I'll let her watch it on her own if she chooses to. If solo is not part of the canon, then what 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 would it be like? Would there is there a book or something? It's just that, a standalone. Well, I mean, how do you explain his origin then? You just not. To, you just I not don't, yeah, I don't need to know his origin. Why not? I, I really don't. I don't care. He's the pirate. He shows up, turns into a captain for the rebellion, and then he's smuggler. not a pirate. He's a smuggler. Oh, so you think it's just like a money grab? It's it's just, just a, he's a money. He, initially, he was. He was in for that. That's all he was about in the first Star Wars movie, Episode Four. Well, it was a money grab. All he cared about, I'm not, I'm only in the, and he says it in the movie, I'm only in this for the money. No, he says that at the beginning of Empire. I'm saying, so, do you think Solo was a money grab? I do think movie? Solo was a money grab. It was. I think because yeah. of, the, of the... It came out three months after Last Jedi. Because they made, they had success with Rogue One, right? Didn't Rogue One come out first? Rogue, no, no, no. no. Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi, Solo. Then Solo. Then it was because they had success with Rogue One yeah. as a... Origin, how did the Death Star get built? They're like, it's, yeah, it was a money grab. It's exact. I don't need to know where he comes from. No more than I need to know where Lando Calrissian comes from. I don't need to know this. Those aren't people. I mean, yeah, they're part, they're the main characters of the movie, but I don't need, I don't need to know where Chewbacca comes from. Well, you find out. Well, I guess you you find out like where everyone else came from about just in the fourth like. You find out where Leia comes from. You find out where Luke comes from. Are we gonna have a Darth Maul origin? I mean, I would love that. That would be awesome. Are we gonna have a? a yeah, that would be really a, awesome. Are we gonna have an Emperor origin? What about the Viceroy? Do we get an origin? Well, from we kind of got what about Emperor. What about ET? I mean, he's in Episode One. Why don't we just get an origin about him too? Who's ET? The ET. ET, e. the extraterrestrial. He's yeah, in, yeah. He's in Episode One. No, he's in Episode not. One. Yeah, he he is. Is. No yeah. way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in the Senate scene, if you look to the bottom, it's like far off in the yeah, corner. You know, they have the ET Senate aliens. Oh, he is in. They're in. It. I had no idea. That's it's cool. because uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, what's his face and Spielberg are really yeah. good friends. 
Yeah. So And that's why he recognized E. T. recognizes Yoda in the E. T. movie. Yeah. Oh, oh that's pretty cool. Right? <laughs> what an Easter egg. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so E. T. is part uh, is a Star Wars movie. Just no. like just like no. just like No <laughs> so, E.T.'s like a Disney princess. <laughs> yes. And Indiana Jones no, is e- when Solo is in Carbonite. He's dreaming all the Indiana Jones movies. Yes. that Yeah. We'll tie that in, too. Because the Crystal Skull is in <laughs> in one of the Clone Wars episodes. Let's just tie you know. Oh, my God. And, and that's how we got from stealing DVDs off of trucks into turning into the Millennium Falcon for the Fast <laughs> series. <laughs> The ultimate origin story yeah. is the very first Fast and the Furious. They movie. they were Star Wars DVDs that were in the back. Of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some stories are just better left not told. Okay, and the Godfather. I'll use this as an example. Better left not told at all. <laughs> oh damn! So we know. Okay, so um, um, Robert Duvall's character. They call him. They call him. That's his brother. Tom Hagen, right? Yeah. Well, Tom Hagen was just a, a, a homeless kid, a, you know, an orphan. And Sonny became friends with him, and then they kind of adopted him into the family. We don't need a Tom Hagen origin story from The Godfather of how he came up and grew up poor and what happened to his parents. We don't give a shit about that. We just know that Tom Hagen was found by Sonny on the streets of New York, and The Godfather, Don Vito Corleone, adopted him as his own. Same thing with Han Solo. You don't need an origin story. We don't need to know. We just know that he was a smuggler. That's all I need. I wish they kind of learned that about like all the DC and Marvel movies. Like they put so many origin movies, uh, origin like scenes. I mean, why don't we get a whole movie on J. Jonah Jameson? Why is he an a hole? I mean, who does protect Spider Man? It's by the way. But I think or or uh, what I kind of drew on earlier was like. Like J. Jonah Jameson, he's kind of like a tertiary character. I mean, you don't really need, but like I'm saying, Solo is kind of like a primary character. I, I just mean, so is Tom, so is Tom Hagen in The Godfather. He is a primary character. He's the consigliere. And you said they showed an origin of him. No, right? they no. don't. Need, oh. No, they don't have to do an origin of him because we don't need to know the origin. You don't need to know the origin of Legolas or Aragorn. Or, I, uh, I don't need to know any of those people. They should have just left it as a book and left it at <laughs> <laughs> The first three Lord of the Rings movies are really good. The Hobbit should have never happened. <laughs> or maybe just left it to cartoons. Speaking of origins, have you guys ever saw the movie? Saw the the Gotham series? Gotham? Yeah, yeah I watched Gotham. Like, the first two seasons. I saw the first few seasons. Yeah. I liked it. And the fact that that one kid for, that was in Shameless was the Joker. I know that much. No, but they never really said he's Joker. They always like, oh, he might be the Joker, but no, not really. Because the writers were like, we didn't, we, we don't think he's the Joker. And like, but he <laughs> plays, he's basically, the, he basically is the Joker. Like they, like everything he does just symbolizes Joker. Right. Okay. I just started watching him on like, episode 15 or something of the first season i'm loving it i saw so the first far. few episodes it's a really good show yeah yeah but that kind of goes in with your origin stuff like yeah. some of those characters we don't really need an origin for i don't really need to know the origin of uh um selena the cat cat woman i don't she's interesting yeah but i don't need to know her origin all let's be honest the only origins we care about are joker 
Batman. And I guess Commissioner Gordon because it's a really good origin story for him. And Harvey Dent. And Harvey Dent. <laughs> Two-Face. Yes. I love Two-Face. And I guess Penguin because the show is like centered around Penguin right now. So what you're saying is once the, all the Fast movies are done, are we going to go do a Dominic origin story where he beats the shit out of the guy, race car driver because he kills his dad? And are we doing a Dominic origin story? Is that his origin? Oh, oh, you mean like his Dom Dom Toretto? Yes, that, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd watch that. You'd see it. You'd watch. A I Dominic, thought they were making watch a Dominic, like that. You'd watch a Dominic origin story. Oh yeah, I'll watch uh, the Rock's character's origin story. <laughs> the show on Peacock. The Hobbs versus Shaw. Again. Oh, I thought you meant the Rock, the Young Rock. No, Young Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rock. You guys ever seen Krypton? Because they did an origin story. The dog. Yeah. No, that's crypto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was born at a puppy farm. <laughs> but I watched like the first few episodes of that. And I didn't think anything of it. It it, was, it lost me. Yeah, it only lasted a season. It barely lasted that yeah. season. It was the origin story of Superman's dad. No, Superman's grandpa. Superman's grandpa. Oh, wait, from from Krypton or yeah. from Earth? No, Krypton. It's got like time travel in it. It's talking about Brainiac. Are we gonna do a, a an origin story of his parents from Earth? Are we gonna do their Yeah, thing? that's next. <laughs> Great. Because you know, they run they've run out of ideas. They have run out of ideas. We're just gonna start seeing origin stories of everything. Origin stories of that one. I wanna see a Dorothy origin story from the Wizard of Oz, why <laughs> she ends up with her aunt and uncle. <laughs> or Miss Gulch. Maybe we should get a Miss Gulch origin story. Who's Miss Gulch? Why is she such a bitch who wants to steal her dog? Oh, because she's a Karen. She is. She was the. She was one of the first Karen. She's the. She is the first Karen. She's got to be the first Karen. Miss Gulch. (laughs) Do we get a Miss Gulch origin story? Why is she got sand in her vagina? I mean, is it from the cyclones all over Kansas or whatever? No, from the dust bowl. Yeah, that's true too. Might have happened. She's the bowl, and the dust got in there. And who'd have thought she was a nice old lady in the in the coffee commercials, you know, 40 years later? Yep. <laughs> see, that's what happens when you get the sand out of that. That's right. An origin story. I want to see Miss Gulch's origin story. Um, <laughs> did anybody watch anything else that we want to talk about? Uh, uh, we're recording this on Memorial Day. Yeah. So, I mean, I watched, I guess my Memorial Day movie I watched was Act of Valor. I mean, that was, was which nice. one is it? Which one's Act of Valor? Because I don't think I've seen it. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not necessarily sure. It's is it based on a true story? No, no, okay. it's not. It has it has real like military uh, seals that uh-huh. play the actors, and they go on a mission to um, recover a kidnapped CIA agent. That's, did you write the review for, for IMDb? Because you no. just said exactly what I said. Well, I looked it up. Dude, that opening yesterday. scene when they drop in those two those two boats come and save the uh, seals when they're oh, running away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Like, it showed the aftermath of the, uh, the car they shot. And it was just basically like Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was worse. There was like no cheese left if it was Swiss cheese. <laughs> it was, was so it many was holes in holes. it. Yeah, it was nuts. But yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I, I think I've only seen it like once or twice. So I figured I'd watch it again. Uh, I, they mixed, initially, I thought it was the Mark Wahlberg one, 
Oh, that's a good one. Well, what one's that one? That's a uh, uh, Lone Survivor. Yeah, yeah I, Lone Survivor. I, I, I was like, I got confused for a second. Then I'm like, oh yeah, okay, this one's, it's not bad. I mean, you could definitely tell like these soldiers weren't actors. Like they were. They really... mixed intermixed actors with them. Yeah. But I mean, it had good action. I mean, they did their job. I mean, it was compelling, and it was really. Um, you can get the sense of what these soldiers go through when they go on uh, their tours and the missions and stuff and how dire some of these situations are and kind of what um, what they yeah like what they go through and what they sacrifice for all of us so I guess well was, I guess I guess if I suggesting Memorial Day movies I would pick yeah 1917 and uh, but that's not 1917 doesn't deal with Americans saving private Ryan <laughs> but that's the aspect of war. I'm yeah. saying, you know, not just because it's American, just because to show. I mean, America was in World War One, and it was a trench war, and that perfectly describes how that trench warring was. That mm-hmm. was. I mean, that's why I would suggest 1917 because that shows how. Just and that's why I said Saving Private Ryan because that really shows those two movies really show how those wars were fought. Um. I would say either Fury or the Duke's best movie, The Longest Day. What's that about Iwo Jima? No, that's D-Day. Oh. It has a... Uh, oh, that's right. That was a Sansa Iwo Jima. One. Yeah, Sansa. That's a good one, too. And uh, Letters of Iwo Jima is really good. But Flags of Our Jap- Fathers, that's a great movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Letters from Iwo Jima is really good, too. Showing the Japanese side. The Japanese side. side of it, yeah. Any of those movies. Mm-hmm. Even though that's the Japanese side, but I'd oh, still watch it. Pearl Harbor. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. God. That was a love story. The original oh, Midway. Yeah. Yes. The, the new Midway's The good. new one's good, but I like the original because it, it intermingled like real life. Vi- vi- real uh, videos. Real videos so. from the from the bottom. What did you say? Armageddon. Black Hawk Down is really good too. Black Hawk Down is low key one of my favorite movies. Thirteen Hours is really good too. I got it right there. I can see it because of the flag outside. <laughs> That's really good too. But that, that, I guess it deals with like CIA agents and stuff more than yes. Harry Stamper saved all of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Harry. <laughs> Thank you, Harry. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about the race? We can talk about the race. Well, Mr. I see I, you wearing your trough shirt. I got, my horse, I got my trough shirt. I was so excited about finding this shirt. I had to find it at a museum gift shop because it's the only place I, to yeah, have the... I saw it on the news. Had the trough shirt. Yeah. Because when... Okay, so theory of the, the the story of the trough shirt. So there's these metal troughs in the bath, men's bathrooms. And they're like iconic. They've been there forever. First they were porcelain. And then they moved them to metal. And when Roger Penske bought the track last year, everybody was afraid they were going to take out the troughs in the bathrooms. Of all the things fans worry about, they're worried about the troughs in the bathrooms. But they, because it's easy in and out. I mean, there's not urinals. You know, you, you line up five, six guys, depending on how bad you got to go to the bathroom and how close you want to be to somebody. But you don't care when you got to go. So they, the Speedway started producing these trough shirts. This just a picture of the urinals from the bathrooms at Speedway in the men's room. And, like, they started selling, like, hotcakes. So they kept producing more and more and more. So I found one last week, Wednesday, I think I went to the track, to the gift shop. 
Got my trough shirt for, I don't know why, but I was worried too. I'm like, I hope you don't replace the troughs with urinals because that's just going to make the lines longer. So that's the basis of the trough shirt. I got to be honest. When places have troughs, it makes it so much easier. There's, you can fit so many more people in there. That's exactly feet. right. I feel like it's cheaper too. Just yeah. To have a big old trough. Yeah, and, and you run water and a little. Yeah. yeah. Mikey's experienced the troughs. Yeah. I have to. You've experienced the troughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've gone to the uh, raceway a few times. Oh really? Well, but I've gone for the the four hundred. Ugh. Please. Yes, <laughs> car. That's crap. <laughs> anyway, so to the Indy five hundred. So we go. So it's beautiful May morning. Actually, it's beautiful weather. It almost felt normal. They said they sold 135,000 tickets. I think they sold more than 135,000 tickets. On the TV, watching the TV broadcast, it looked like the place was full. I mean, I guess there was a lot less people over in the turn three, four area than there were in my area. I have seats in turn two. Mm-hmm. And the seats, two seats next to us on both sides, we had five tickets. The two seats next to us on both sides were empty. So I guess that's how they kind of... But I don't know how you can eliminate 100,000 seats doing that mm-hmm. by just taking out two seats here, two seats there. Um, but it was a very good race. Um, Scott Dixon was the the favorite going in. He once sat on the pole for a fourth time. And there was an accident in the pits during the first pits, round of pit stops. That's all that. And they close the pits, which is the stupidest thing in the world to do, is to close the pits. If they would have let everybody come through at a slow pace, put a, a truck out there. Um, he ended up running out of fuel. And actually so did Alexander Rossi, who was another contender who could win the race. So they ran out of fuel and they had to come in. And they loaded up their car with fuel and their cars wouldn't restart. So each put them each a lap down. So it just took them out of the race immediately. Which I was kind of glad. I mean, I don't hate Scott Dixon. Don't get me wrong. He's the greatest driver of our generation right now. He is the greatest IndyCar driver going on right now. Um, but he wins a lot. And I'm tired of seeing him win. I'm tired of seeing him win tire- championships. It's like the Patriots. Yeah. I, you just get sick of it after a while. I have nothing against him. He's a great guy. He's great with the fans. He's he got a wife, three kids. He's got the whole shebang. And he's, you know. But, um, so knocking him out of the race was great. Uh, in my opinion. I think it was good for the race that it happened. And um, by the time we got to the end, we had Elio Castro Neves win his fourth Indy 500. There's only been three other drivers to win the race four times. Allen's are senior, A.J. Foyt, and Rick Mears. So Elio is among that group of legendary uh, drivers. And I think him winning the race was perfect. Coming back from not having any fans last year because I mean he probably ran a mile or more after the race because he climbed a fence then he runs down a main straightaway waving at people all over the place and he's got pit crewmen and other race car drivers coming out and congratulating him we got a kiss on the head from Mario Andretti which that's like the godfather of racing at this point that's like um, the god that's like the dawn giving you yeah I mean it is um it was just it, everybody was so excited to hear him win, to see him win. I mean, the place went nuts when he won the race. Um, so he was the perfect driver to win after not having a race last year. But you can't sleep on the fact that Noblesville, Indiana's own Connor Daly led the most laps of the race yesterday. Led forty laps, and when he took the lead, that place erupted. 
Everybody loves Connor Daly. I root for. I have a driver. I root for him. Ryan Hunter Ray fan, but I, you got to root for Connor. And the place went nuts. Unfortunately, he hit a tire, which we're kind of lucky that thing didn't launch when he hit it. Mm-hmm. Kind of glanced off his car, but um, Graham Ray Hall came out of the pits. He didn't have a tire bolted on tight. So that's what happened. It wasn't bolted it on. Was, it wasn't on. His tires. His, his right rear tire was not. Someone bolted. lost their job. Well, I mean, it happens. It's human. You know, it can happen. I don't know if the gun failed or what. I haven't reached that part of the race yet. Well, watching it. Um, but his tire came off in two. He spun and hit the wall. Tire bounced off the fence. Came back down on the track, and Connor Daly ended up hitting it. But um, what an epic race! It was down to him and uh, two. He's a second-year driver named of Alex Palou, who drives for Chip Ganassi. So that's Scott Dixon's teammate. Uh, they swapped the leads, but I kind of looking back, I think Elio was the guy to beat. I think he was toying with Palou, let him. You know, he let those guys run, mm-hmm. and he just sat back there and watched. And he, he, he I, I heard an interview with him, and he said that he would he'd get a run on the leader to see if he could pass him on the straightaway before the start-finish line, if that's what it came down to. Mm-hmm. And he could. So it was ex- his experience versus their against the rookies. Yes. Yeah, well, the, yeah, yeah, you had him and Pato Award, and then actually Simon Pagino was a guy to worry about because he was coming up fast. He ended up finishing third. But um, like Paul Tracy said at the end of the race, these guys are out here playing checkers and Elio's playing chess. That's what it, that that's what it boils down to. That's what it seemed like when I was watching it live on TV. Yeah, that's so like he was Elio was like in second for a few laps. And like okay, it's just a matter of time before he just makes his his move. To yeah, take the lead. it was it was he was that's a man among boys is what yeah. it was at that point. Yeah, he knew. He, he he was he had he had finished second twice in the past and probably the last ten years he's finished second by a car length or less and he's I and he was like we ain't doing that anymore mm-hmm. he was gonna win um, but man uh, he, car owner's name is Michael Shank he was a came down he, he used to race in the lower division of races he's got one IRL old Indy Racing League start to his name. Um, and he went sports car racing. Uh, his race teams won the 24 hours of Daytona. So he's got a very successful uh, sports car team, and he started branching out into Indy cars. In fact, it's it's kind of a thumb in the nose to IndyCar and uh, Roger Penske because when the new chassis came out in 2012, Michael Shank bought an, an IndyCar chassis, but he couldn't get a motor. And he was a Honda he races Honda Motors in sports car, but Honda wouldn't give him a motor. And then, of course, Elio, being in his 40s, he kind of got – Penske's like, well, we're going to bring in somebody younger, and we're going to put you in the sports car division. Well, they they threw away they, – they got rid of the sports car division, so Elio was rideless. So Michael Shank plucked, plucked him up, put him in a sports car, and then put him in the Indy 500, and look what happens. Is this their first Indy 500 win as a team? Yes, it's first IndyCar win as a team. Okay. They have never won an IndyCar race first, before. First IndyCar race is the big one. Seems yeah. to be Penske. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's a big, it is a big F you to Roger Penske, essentially, yeah. because he goes to this team. You know, he's, It's a one-off situation. He's not supposed to race in any other races this year. Yeah. He was like just how Connor Daly has been. He's for a while, yeah. yeah. So um, it, that's, that's what makes it epic. 
you know, not only you see a four-time winner, but the, the, the way it happened, you know, getting kind of kicked away from the, you're not good enough for us anymore. You're an old guy. You know, he's 46 years old. That's old for a race car driver. And the TV announcers were talking like they think he can go into his 50s if they if he wants to. He could be like Mario. Mario won. He was 52 when he won his last IndyCar race. And he raced into his 50s. I think he was 54 when he... Yeah, he was 54 when he retired. So, yeah, he's... And all that excitement that you see on TV, and that is as real as it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll post some pictures. I got pictures of him in the victory lap. I'll post on the, he, the Twitter page and the Facebook page of his... I mean, you could just see how excited they he are. He was so excited. He couldn't get. He could barely get out of his car. He could barely get his helmet and gloves off. Yeah, he was struggling. Uh, I'll post those pictures of the owner, Michael Shanks. So they're in the pace car. They ride in the pace car after the race. Well, what was the pace car this year? Twenty twenty one Corvette. It was the Corvette, and they rode around because it's convertible. They raced around. They rode around in a Camaro convertible. Yeah, but um, I'll post pictures on the Facebook page and the uh, uh, the Twitter page to show how excited they are. I mean, that, that place was full of fans even after the race was over waiting for him to do the pace car ride. Um, how Packed. was the fan? I remember, I think you said that when you went to the uh, last week, you were talking about how a lot of the drivers weren't really talking to fans in the pits road. Well, it's not that they weren't talking. I think the, the most interactive. I gauged um, some guys just can't do it you know for one reason or other yeah. they won't and then you get others that will just stand out there for hours and how, sign and sign and sign how was it uh yesterday i don't know i didn't i was in the garage area so okay. i try not to bother drivers on i mean that's the biggest race in the world so i did see a video of ryan hunter race signing autographs for somebody in the garage area um after an interview so they will do it mm-hmm. but i just i was never a fan of doing that on race morning because it's they yeah. had so much on their mind. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, you know, that's what qualifying and practice is for, yeah. in my opinion. Actually, it's what practice is for. Um, but Elio is very fan engaging. I caught him. I got a, his signature on a, a picture of mine this year, and uh, he didn't he didn't turn anybody away. Let's put it that way. So he's he's the guy. He's the guy. I, wonderful. I, I've never been an Elio Castro. Never fan. Never had anything against him. You know, but. Ah, what a what a what a what a race! Great race, great finish. Congrats Who, to Elio and Michael Shank. What's racing. the most races won? Four. At Indy? Yeah. Four. Four. Okay. Do you think he could be get number five? <coughs> yeah, he could. But we all thought Rick Mears was the first to five. Mm-hmm. He won his fourth at forty. How old was he? He was in his early forties. Forty-one. In 1991, he won his fourth 500, mm-hmm. I think. Well, no, I know, but I just don't remember how. He was in his early 40s, and then he raced in 92 and uh, had a wrist accident, and he sat out some races, and uh, he retired that December of 92. So you can never say. I mean, it's been 12 years since win three and win four. Yeah. Normally, it's not that long. Um, when AJ won his four, we'll, go, we'll do the list of four-time winners here. Uh, it was 10 years from 67 to 77 between his third and fourth wins. With Al Unzer, it was nine years with 78 and 87 between three and four. Mears was the shortest. He went from 88 to 91 between his third and fourth win. He went from, from 79 to 91, he won four Indy 500s. It was 79, 84, 88, and 91. 
And LEO, it was 01, 02, 09, and 21. So, but, I mean, you never say never. I mean, yeah. Obviously, he could win again next year. I mean, there's he's no got the about experience it. and the brains. And- he, he, he can, I mean, he's, he finished first, first, and third. No, first, first, and second in his first three Indy 500s. Jeez. Yeah. He's, had, he's got three second-place finishes. He's from Brazil? Yes. Okay. He's got so, three, three second-place finishes, so he knows how to, he knows how to race. He knows, that, he knows his way around that racetrack. I got one issue with the 500. Maybe you can answer this. I know it's tradition. I, you probably know where I'm going. The milk. Why the heck would you drink? I, 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 know, they don't, I don't know they don't drink a lot of it, but that's the last thing I want after okay. sitting in a hot car. <clears throat> Driving for two, three hours. So in it's, in 1936, it, it's it's actually it was promotional. Yeah. That's how it started. In 1937, Wilbur Shaw wins the Indy 500. After before the race started, he said, and it was actually buttermilk. He said, actually, oh. I know, right? <laughs> so so after, before the race started, he's like, when I when the race is over, can you get me some buttermilk? It helps me quench my thirst after the race. So he requested a bottle of buttermilk. Well, he ends up winning the 500. They gave him the buttermilk because that's what he requested. And he there's you know a picture of him drive you know drinking the buttermilk. So the dairy association saw that and said, "Hey, so that's where the tradition started of drinking the milk in Victory Lane." Which I found it funny yesterday. The bottle went away, and it came back, and it was pink. Because they had put some strawberry in it, like a strawberry. But their cars are pink, so that made sense. I think yeah. that was the the thing. So that was pretty awesome. I know on the news they're talking about. They're asking a lot of the drivers requested if like whole milk or at two percent, right? And they only offer whole two percent or skim. And there is one driver that I think wanted chocolate. Yeah, milk. Juan Montoya wanted Juan Montoya wanted chocolate milk, and then Ed Carpenter wanted he wanted buttermilk, but that wasn't an option because that was the that's the the real milk that you drink. Yeah, you can't get chocolate milk for some reason. I'd be a little disappointed in that if I'd have won. Yeah, I would want chocolate milk. I want chocolate. Yeah, Juan Montoya wanted chocolate milk. I think that's funny. Because chalky milk solves all problems. <laughs> I heard a, one of the drivers is named Dalton Kellett. He was on the radio the other day, and they're asking him what he wanted, you know, as far as milk, because you have to make your choice of what milk you want. And he said, Well, he's, I, I'm not much of a milk drinker. He says, But I chose whole milk because that's, I, I figured that was the milkiest milk you could get. Yeah. Which that makes sense. It's, Whole milk yeah. instead of two percent or skim milk. I probably take two percent myself, but I, I drink two percent. So, um, but that's where the milk tradition started. Was just the guy wanted some milk, buttermilk after the race, and he just happened to win the race, and it just became a promotional issue. Now, in 1993, here, check this out. So, Emerson Fittipaldi, right? He's he's already won the Indy 500 once, so he wins it a second time. And he, they give him the bottle of milk, and he goes, "No, I want orange juice because he <laughs> he owned these orange groves in Brazil because he's Brazilian, right?" And it pissed people off oh, yeah, like sure. till no end. And I was one of them, like, "You can't do that. Drink your orange juice, yeah, but don't like." He pushed away the bottle of milk. You can't be pushing away the bottle of milk. They ended up like making him like drink the milk and for promotional purposes, yeah. but like he didn't win the. Um, he didn't win the prize money from the American Dairy Association that year because he refused the milk. Oh. And it just pissed off the <laughs> fans to no end. That's it's tradition. Not invited back. Like, hey, you're not, you're not race and he drove for Penske, which yeah. made it worse. <laughs> it's tradition. It's like, it's like not kissing the bricks before you the race. 
Or not saying I'm going to Disney World after Disney. Yeah, That's I'm right. Going to Disney World after Super. But I thought it was kind of cool that they did. Um, I saw. I don't know who. Maybe it was ESPN. But you know, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, and then you had what's his name winning the the golf tournament. Phil. Phil Mickelson. So it's kind of like the old guys are, are yeah. winning, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the the theme this year. And Elio at forty six. I, I mean, mean he's you not argue old, but... LeBron. No. He won the NBA championship last year. I don't care. That was last year. We're talking this year. He Just, might win it. He might win it this year. Yeah, we'll He'll win Best Acting Award, too, for all that crap he's been throwing lately. What a piece of shit. I can't stand him. We can wait. God. Let's, let's hold our uh, NBA talk for later. I don't even watch the NBA. All I, I know is their fans are horrible. Somebody threw a water bottle at somebody. Yeah, yeah, dump popcorn at somebody. No, somebody threw no, a water was, bottle at yeah, like Kevin oh, Durant. Was really? It, it was uh, Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. They yeah, somebody it. threw a water bottle at him. Somebody threw popcorn at they, Kevin Durant. Back no, uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Is it Russell? Yeah, somebody threw popcorn yeah, yeah. on Russell Wilson. Yeah. What, are you, what, are, what is wrong with people? Yeah, it's... When they're going through the tunnel, yeah, it's just like... That's just... I mean, yeah, I like I said, fucking curse out of all you want, but don't throw shit. I am, yeah. I am no fan, obviously, of LeBron James, but never would I call him. I'm okay. I just called him, but I'm on a podcast <laughs> and he's not listening to me. But would I do it to his face? No, because you have to have respect for other people in person. Yeah. I can hide behind this microphone all I want, but I would never, do, I would never do that to anybody. Yeah, I still. I mean, he's you still gotta have respect. Being. He's a human being, exactly. Yeah. You don't throw something at somebody, especially somebody you don't know. What did they do? Because they beat your team? Wham, wham, wham. Yeah. Your team sucks. That's right. We're Pacer fans. We all know all about it, but I ain't gonna be throwing popcorn, yeah. water bottles, beer. I, I'm not gonna be throwing anybody thing at anybody. I'll talk crap all I want, but then as soon as I meet him in real life, I'd love. You know what? I'd love to shake hands with LeBron and meet him in real life. Oh, I would too. I mean, he. he there's no doubt he's one of the greatest to ever played the game. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's the greatest, but um, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> just, yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> but um, I respect the. I respect his talent. Yeah. As a basketball player, I don't like the flopping, but there's no doubt that he's one of the most. You know, he would still be one of the best players without a little flopping. Exactly. Exactly. He doesn't need to do that, in my opinion. So, I would never throw popcorn. I would never throw water. People, be, 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 be better. There's certain words I would never use. That I'm guess, I know he probably gets called that. The Goat? Yeah, I wouldn't call him that either. Yeah, neither oh. would I. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the impact. You pass. Um, anyone have any other news? Anything else they want to talk about? Or oh, and if people oh people about the Indy Five Hundred, we've seen a lot of people complain about commercials. A lot of commercials. Yeah. You know how you avoid that? Go Buy a ticket and go to the race yourself. You know what? They a lot of the commercials they had like the the, the, the race still going. Yeah. I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me. It was really nice to be able to watch it on TV, being in Indiana again. Like I've never seen it on TV. Same. But they show it like, and in fact, uh, NBCSN showed it at nine thirty last night. I don't care replay. about watching it the next day or uh, really. Like you come over. Night. I've got it on my DVR. We can watch it every day if you want. You, <laughs> guys, if I ever disappear, it's I'm over at Chris's apartment, tied down. Watching <laughs> yeah. Now watch this pass. Watch this pass. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Did you see that? The <laughs> three one. The, the 1953 race. Let's watch that now. Oh, speaking of 1953, I'll throw this out to <laughs> So they play, uh, I, uh, 1070 was playing old uh, radio broadcast all weekend long, right? It's called uh, 560, their 60-minute broadcast. So, the yeah. 500. so we're playing the 53 race, and I'm coming back from Indianapolis, and my, my oldest brother was with me. And I said, 
I think some like I think somebody I think this was the five the oldest the, the hottest five hundred, and some guy dies of heat what? exhaustion. A race car driver did. Holy crap! And then sure enough, they're like, as we're listening to the race because it was the fifty three race, they're like, yeah, they need an ambulance for Carl Scarborough. He he needs an ambulance, and Carl Scarborough was the guy that took him to the track hospital, and he died at the hospital from heat exhaustion. Jeez! But he came in, and there was like they said it was a little bit of a fire, and they put the some CO two on the car. So they think he inhaled that. Uh, but when he got out of his car from the heat exhaustion, they never took his helmet off. So his head's just frying bacon. under that, yeah. under his helmet. So there's the bit of history of the 1953 Indy 500, won by Bill Vivovich. A random number I picked. And- <laughs> Carl Scarborough dies of heat exhaustion. It was like 94 degrees that day. Jeez. How, what was the temperature yesterday? Like 60-something? It was in the 60s. I got warm. I was probably close to 70. But it was a nice breeze yesterday, too. But Yeah, it was a little breezy. It was nice out. So there's your Indy 500 history. Uh, Bill Vukovic did not take a driver. Uh, like somebody come in and relieve him. He drove off 500 miles. There's a picture of him in the museum after the race, up on the uh, in the garage after the race, and he's just exhausted because he drove 500 miles in 94-degree heat. You know, the engine's in front of you. The transmission's right there. Like, you can see the transmission in the cockpit of the car right next to your legs back then because it's 53 so i can't imagine those guys were these guys are nothing compared to what those guys were like back then better so, drivers though today i bet i don't know I, I can't imagine you see them old cars in the museum you wonder how i mean vukovic was winning at 135 mile an hour average there's probably doing 140 when did they stop having two drivers or two people uh back in the 20s what was the second person for? Like a mechanic or something? Yeah, he was the riding mechanic. If any kind of had an issue on the track, the riding mechanic could get out and fix a tire or, or maybe maybe plug wire falls off. I don't know. And they put a plug back in. You know, put it back in. Oh. And they could also see the uh, other drivers behind you because they didn't I, have mirrors. I want to bring up some history for the 500. I, I don't know if a lot of people know this. I know you know this. I'm pretty sure you probably know this. But the first race at the Indianapolis 500 track was a balloon race. Yes. And that's why they released the balloons before on, uh, was that Carb Day they released the balloons? No, before the 500, except they didn't do it yesterday. They didn't do the balloons? No, they didn't do it. They did two flyovers, probably because of the whole COVID thing. They oh. didn't do balloons. What, who, what flew over? F-16s. Ooh. It was pretty awesome. All right. So there you go. There's the wrap-up of the Indianapolis 500. We've got another year to go, and we get more. Sweet. You got any uh, shower shots? Shower shots. Shower thoughts for us, Mikey? I do, and I, I thought of this one myself. Oh, I, yeah, original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's probably been said before, but it's, it's kind of stupid. But I was getting, I was thinking about uh, Wi-Fi. Like, I, I think we've had it for so long. I don't remember when it came, became available. And it's like, I feel like it just suddenly became part of our lives like where did it come from like i like i just don't remember like when we first started using it like it just i feel like it just like it when just we got from yeah day. it, it just day, yeah it did yeah i missed the dial up though who's on the internet who's who's on yeah. the internet i need to make a phone call i remember yeah. getting a separate phone line from my internet yeah so i would not get interrupted that's what my parents did I remember our old, we had two phone numbers. And I, I still know both of them. Like, <laughs> I almost said one out loud. Because you could be like talking to somebody and then you're like, oh, no, 
call, and then like it kicks you off, and then your phone rings. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I remember trying. I I was playing Call of Duty two when we 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 were on the first. We just had got our high speed internet, and I was playing Call of Duty two online. That was so much fun. Were the characters squared like? No. They were squared. No. This wasn't a Tomb Raider with square or triangle boobies. I, that, she was hot. I had the hots for Laura Croft back then. Like, I don't know if it's just my memory, but like I, re- I remember not having Wi-Fi and like not dealing with phones or stuff. But I don't remember like the middle part. Like I remember, like I remember not having Wi-Fi, and I do re- remember having Wi-Fi. Like I don't know if that makes sense. You just don't remember like, installing. Yeah, I guess. Or like getting used to getting it. All. Yeah. I don't I, I don't remember know. like going to places and be like, hey, do you do you have Wi Fi here? <laughs> yeah, you go to like McDonald's or you know, you go to like Applebee's like, Hey, do, they, do you have Wi Fi here? Yeah. No, they all do. I don't know. Yeah. Meyer has it, Walmart has it. Yeah, who doesn't have Wi Fi? The Speedway has Wi Fi, but there's you know, a billion people there, so well, you always get kicked off. I like Wi-Fi having I really like Xfinity cell phone service because if you if you have an Xfinity router, it's a hot spot for us. Uh-huh. Is it really? Yeah. So I, if you if I go somewhere that has Xfinity business and they have a Wi-Fi, I can connect. It's not that good, but it's a hotspot. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you going to take us out, please, again, Chris? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't remember how I did it last week, but <laughs> remember, watch us on some YouTube, listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio. Um, don't forget to comment, because, you know, we do respond to it. If you're famous, somewhat famous, you know, in movies, not movies. Haters? Haters, lovers, talk to us. That came out weird, but whatever. <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, if you don't know who your, your nerds are, that's us. <laughs> so yeah, you, you'll never wonder who your nerds are. <laughs>